It's Friday night, which means it's time for another episode of the Friday Night Nicktoons podcast. I'm Ashley. And I'm Casey. Last time we did our third episode of our Avatar discussion. Uh, It was a super fun one, and we are just getting more and more into this Avatar rewatch. We also put out our weekly Twitter poll asking... Which episode of Avatar The Last Airbender has been your favorite so far? So out of those first three, uh, The Boy in the Iceberg, The Avatar Returns, and The Southern Air Temple. And not too surprisingly, Southern Air Temple won out with 71% of the vote, for, so quite a majority there. Boy in the Iceberg had 13, and The Avatar Returned ha- Returns had 16. So pretty, pretty solid win by The Southern Air Temple, and, and well-deserved, too. I feel like... This is when the show really starts picking up. It really starts getting real, you know? It does. And I'm not surprised by the order, but I am surprised by uh, the degree, I will say. Almost three out of every four votes were for the Southern Air Temple. So I guess people tend to agree with us from last time. Or me, at least. I shouldn't speak for you. I don't know how you voted. <laughs> no, I, I voted for the same one as well. I think I think the pilot is, is you know, it, it gets the job done for a pilot, but it's it's not... Again, it doesn't get quite as deep as we start getting in yeah. the Southern Air Temple. It's when it really starts coming together, just just what's going on. Absolutely. But this week, we are back to Rocket Power. This one's the season two finale. It's a fun little episode. This probably won't be a long discussion, but I think it'll be fun and especially necessary in terms of where we are in Avatar to just have kind of a light, fun filler See, Casey, I disagree. I think we're actually going to get really deep into this one. I think that this might be even more intense than last week's Southern Air Temple episode because there's just so, so much going on here that the plot is... uh... (laughs) It really draws on, like, the pathos that Shakespeare establishes in Othello. I'll have lots of comparisons to make. (laughs) But Rock Power is always just a good good thing to come back to. And I was was just saying, too, I'm actually... uh, in Santa Monica right now for work and I was walking through the pier and it all felt so rocket power there's a whole bunch of people skateboarding past me and it's just it's all coming together right now and so hopefully hopefully you guys can get in a rocket power mood as well also be sure to follow us on Twitter Facebook and review us on Apple Podcasts so that others can find the show thank you guys so much for tuning in now let's get started As we said, this week's episode is from Rocket Power. It's called Womp Race 2000. It's season 2, episode 20B, that season's finale. And it originally aired on April 7th, 2001, my youngest brother's exact birthday. So that's wild. Oh, no way. Well, he he came at a great time when, <laughs> when a very intense episode was coming along here. He never had uh, to know a world without Womp Race 2000. He's so <laughs> lucky. <laughs> And and in this one, um, a newly paved road inspires a dangerous skateboarding race. And it's sort of a a situation about who gets to name this this newly paved hill that's just perfect for for skateboarding down. And there's some uh, Lars and gang rivalry that comes in a little bit there, too. But essentially, it's, it's as generically rocket power as we can get. 
Yep, and it's great. It captures a few decades because it uses the, which Rocket Power does a lot, it uses the 80s trope of, like, the big hill and the big race, uh, and it's a show that feels very 90s, but that actually aired at this point in 2001, so all sorts of eras going on here. Yeah, it's, as, as Rocket Power does, um... We also we start out and it's it's something it's a recurring theme I would say of squid not being good at athletic things pretty much <laughs> and they're another... just razzing him everyone but Reg is being so mean especially Twister yeah he's he's trying to grind on some uh, some rail or something and he's like I stink at grinding and then is it Twister who says the the next line there yeah yeah Twister does. Yeah, no squid. You stink at skateboarding. Just completely oh. wrecking him. And the way he says no squid makes it sound like he's going to be a supportive friend and be like, no, you're not that bad. But it's like, no, you stink at the whole thing. Yep, you're just trash, basically. Which, I mean, he he's not doing his best, but like, you know, squid, and, and you, you kind of feel it from the beginning, right? And I'm hoping this doesn't spoil too much of this this crazy episode here but like usually anytime it starts out like this you know squid's gonna end up saving the day somehow right that's that's just how this goes <laughs> it's set up yeah and that th- these kids talk to each other like modern kids talk to each other on Fortnite. just all you know you're trash you're it's there's a lot less language but there's the similar sort of razzing at like your entire self-worth is dis- established on some arbitrary meaningless skill Hey, skateboarding here, Casey, is within within the Rock of Power world is is pretty much the most important thing that anybody can do. Oh, well, so is Fortnite in our world. <laughs> I'm not saying it's wrong. <laughs> uh, We're and, actually encouraging it. Yeah, right. And Sam, uh, Squid acknowledges it. He goes, I know I stink at grinding, okay? And Twister goes, okay. <laughs> like, really cheerily. <laughs> Uh, and I just feel bad for Squid. I do, because he, he came from from uh, the Midwest, right? That's yeah. that's what this is. And yeah, we don't really so board in the Midwest. <laughs> you know, Not yeah, well. he's 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 just doing his best to to start up here, and they're always bringing him down. But um, pretty pretty quickly, and they find this newly paved hill, and they just they're super excited about it. Like, I, I don't I don't remember all the things that they say, but they're just talking about how once. Once the uh, pavement has set, they're going to go down this hill, and Otto says it should be called, I don't remember, like Otto Hill or something like that. And right on cue, the Lars gang shows up, and Lars is like, basically just says, like, well, we get to name it because we're the the cool kids here, we're the old kids here. And I also like, um, you know, like, they're just going back talking about who... Who gets to name it? And then Lars says, well, why don't you put your money where your mouth is? And Otto's like, I don't have any money. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't catch that. That's really good. What a great line. (laughs) It it almost just like, it was so honest, you know, like he's a kid. (laughs) He just doesn't. (sighs) Anyway. Oh, that's good stuff. And yeah, then we get the Lars gang, and they're just a despicable bunch. <laughs> Lars is, he's such a gross-looking person. Like, you know, he just yeah. looks greasy overall. Yep. Yeah. And I 
had a moment in this episode where I was like, I don't think I had seen it. And then Lars goes, you're gonna lose. And suddenly it like took me back to my living room when I was a kid. And I was like, oh, I remember watching this episode. Like, you ever have that where an audio clip is all it takes to take you back to a different time? Yeah, I hear you. And <laughs> I, I feel like just just him being all Lars about it and taunting them. And, and I feel like, have we talked about... Lars's gang at all in any of the previous episodes? I feel like not much if we We have. talked they had that hockey game against them in another episode. Oh, you're watched, right, you're right. But that's about it. But they're they are just your typical gross gross group going in. And it's like the teenagers antagonizing the preteens. It's it's a very common sort of thing. Yeah, we see we see a similar deal in uh Hey Arnold with Wolfgang and and co um we've we've got mm-hmm. cat dogs got their gang going on we definitely see yeah, this the greasers look at these look at these they're, they're always just larger grosser looking people <laughs> that's <laughs> true little kids. in whatever <laughs> world it is yeah i'm trying to think <laughs> if angry beavers has like a a major bully you know not that we've seen i don't think right i think they bully themselves enough <laughs> oh yeah they're they're pretty awful to each other to yeah. be fair a little bit a little bit worse than than cat dog yet they, they usually get irritated but <laughs> yeah need to do what'll now be a weekly segment it's the nicktoon headgear segment <laughs> it won't be but i do have two two pieces of rocket power hats and the like that i need to comment on squid's shark helmet while he boards is really cute the fact that he wears a helmet unlike the other kids and uh I think they all wear helmets at some point to be like, helmets are cool kids, but they don't always. And Squid's shark helmet is adorable. That's all. <laughs> Agreed. And Twister, when he removes his f- funky cap, uh, it looks like he has some sort of Animal Crossing haircut. It's like sh- short and orange with a little flip on the top. It's like, I think I've had that haircut in Animal Crossing New Leaf. I feel like I feel like I got it when I decided that a boyish pixie cut would look good on me. <laughs> yeah, you really oh, never man. know what you're gonna get with her with shampoodle. Yeah, I, I remember seeing like a comic, something about like where somebody goes into the hair salon and they're like, um, "I just want a little bit off the top," and she's like, "Yeah, but, but what do you see yourself as?" <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Yeah, her total arbitrary haircut <laughs> personality type thing. What music do you listen to? It's you know? <laughs> like, thank God that's not how actual haircuts work. Oh, but, could uh... you imagine? Yeah, and you're like, cry. You're like, trying not to cry at the end. You're like, it's great. I love it. <laughs> at least in Animal Crossing, though, you can always just reverse it the next day. We also don't quite that's have true. that that look going. But anyways, yeah, anyways, the hair gets longer somehow. <laughs> Um, so, so they decide that they're going to have this race off. It's the, the, the rules are a little unclear. I know that they're like, they're, they're racing. Like it's like one of, one of Otto's gang versus one of Lars gang at a time. But honestly, I'm not really entirely sure as to like what, how you determine who wins this. It's like whoever gets further wins that round or something. I don't really know. Or is it just whoever gets down the hill first wins? Well, because they I, go I don't in, really remember. They go in pairs, and I think right. it's like 
I don't know what they would have done if they had tied two and two. Yeah, they just had it, right? So, like, it worked out <laughs> fine. But, like, yeah. that's what I was trying to figure out. Like, it didn't... The logic wasn't totally there. But then no. they were also, like... They were, like, if Squid... Not Squid. If um, Twister makes it to the bottom of the hill, then we win, and Squid doesn't have to race. Right, yeah, I didn't... And I was, like, based on what? I don't right. know. Right, <laughs> didn't make sense. But they had some they had some ground rules that we missed out on, but you know it sure. Kid logic, I suppose. But I love the like surf music as he goes down the hair, the hill. That like super reverby guitar, very like like the beginning of Pump It by the Black Eyed Peas. That sort of sample <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, as they're going down the hill, and there's some massive wipeouts, and then basically. Well, first of all, Eddie, the mask kid, does the countdown. We get a little cameo from him. That was great. Yeah, I love I love whenever that kid shows up and usually breaks character somewhere in there, right between him yep. acting like he's the because he's a wimp. whatever he yeah. is. Yeah. Oh, he totally is. <laughs> he was great in the capture the flag episode too. Everything was great in the capture the flag episode. Uh. Yeah. And then, the, yeah, so the policewoman, like, bans skateboarding on the hill. She stops them just before Sam goes, and he thanks her. And she keeps calling them Munchkin, which I thought was funny. She's your sort of classic, classy Chupo one-off character who just has one oddly specific characteristic. And for this cop, it's saying the word Munchkin a bunch of times. Yeah, I, I feel like she shows up other places, too. She felt familiar enough that I feel like she right. shows up could in a few be. episodes. But yeah, I could, could be wrong. Be. I, I don't know. She... She like brought back some sense of like I feel like, I feel like you're around. But I, well, and she did way, say like like give Ray my best or tell him I said hi. So she might have a little crush or maybe they're dating. Yeah, you <laughs> know. You know, we never really get into to Ray's love life much, as far as I know. Who knows? Yeah, but it feels weird that she specifically mentioned him. So that's maybe a different episode. Yeah. Um. Either way. Of course, you know, Sam thinks that he's, you know, he's good to go. He thinks it's just going to be fine. And what do you know? Yeah, they do it anyway, right? <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, he he ends up getting a little bit hurt. Just a little bit in an entire body cast, which is also <laughs> such a cartoon thing, I feel like. It is. Yeah, and they visit him in the hospital. But actually, I don't know if he had to do the fourth uh, race. Like, I think they were all about ready to give up. And then they were like, Squid, you lucked out. And he says, I sure did. And they keep teasing him. And he finally just snaps. And he goes, you know what? I am going to go down there. And yeah, he does. And it's glorious. And he has this cute. He goes, I'm okay at the end. <laughs> uh, like, not even in a, like, I'm going to survive my injuries, but like, a, I, I, I did the scary thing and I didn't die. And like, it's a big episode of him conquering his fear. Yeah, you know, it's kind of, <laughs> it's kind of interesting though, right? Like, is it really necessarily the best lesson? Like, conquer your fear and do the stupid, very dangerous thing that your friends are doing. That's true. Because then you'll get a cooler nickname. Yeah, right. Yeah, which isn't even a good nickname. They call him, what, Sam the Man? Sam Man. Just straight up Sam Man. Yeah, it's really not good, but they love it. They're like, yeah, Sam Man. What's up, Sam Man? I don't think they ever use it again. I was going to say, I I was wondering that, too. I was like, I feel like he goes back to Squid, right? I I feel like season two is not the end of Squid. 
I feel like it couldn't be. Um, they they come yeah. up with a couple other even worse nicknames, and then and yeah. then yeah, fall upon Sandman in the end. So it's you know it. Like, I don't know if we're teaching our kids the best lessons in Rocket Power all the time, but it was a cute episode overall. I I had fun with it. Um, again, just your standard Rocket Power episode to get get some good Lars action in there, get some good skateboarding action in there, and uh, not not a whole lot else to say really. Yeah, it's just a fun summer type show. Like they're rarely in school. It's just nice when it's hot out and you got the air conditioning on. Just watch some Rocket Power. It really takes you to that West Coast vibe like you're probably feeling right now. Yeah, it's actually it's a little cloudy here. I was a little disappointed, but hmm. still feeling the West Coast vibe nonetheless. Still seeing the skateboarders hmm. going all around. And I was like, you know, this is this is what Rocket Power's daily life is like. You know, they got the pier and everything. It just feels it feels like. I'm in rocket power right now, guys. <laughs> totally. And we have our buddy Eric Casimiro. It's the executive producer who's credited at the end of the at the end of the episode. That was exciting to see his name and be like, "Oh, we know some of these people now." <laughs> yeah. I actually yeah. Uh, such a such a fun little uh I feel like it's kind of like a tight-knit circle in the in the Klasky world back there. For sure, and you can absolutely hear it in the minor characters. They use the same, like, three actors for all of the minor characters. Speaking of Klasky Chupa, we got to talk about this Rugrats situation. Oh my goodness, yes. yes. Totally oh, we unexpected. Also, we should talk about the... Well, we'll, we'll get to... Also, Spongebob musical, right? Gotta, gotta give that a nod to. Yes. We got a lot of things, a lot of... Let's add a news segment to the conclusion. Okay. So yeah, we'll 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 give you both of those news stories in a second. <laughs> uh, in terms of the episode at hand, that's about all I've got. It's just a cute, fun episode with doesn't have the best message, but it has a lot of childhood wonder and that thing that was so exciting about summer vacation where you were just free to do whatever you wanted. And uh yeah, those were the days, weren't they? Yeah, they really were. And it's got it's got all the the arbitrary little things that just make rocket power rocket power and make you feel like you know like bring you back to the the days of when you were younger and whatnot so definitely enjoyed this one um not the most <laughs> exciting episode we've watched of rocket power by any means but a solid watch nonetheless um with that are you ready to move forward to the conclusion yeah let's do it all right guys our twitter poll for this week is which group of antagonists was more evil? Lars and his friends, the Greasers from Catdog, or Wolfgang from Hey Arnold? So we've got those three sort of crews going around here. And, you know, honestly, I, I'm not sure. I have to think on this one as far as evil goes. They all do kind of different, equally arbitrary mean things, you know? Like, I, I don't know. I'm going to have to look back and think on this one a little. Yeah, I will as well. They're all pretty despicable. Yeah. <laughs> Next week, we'll be back to our Avatar The Last Airbender episode with the fourth episode called The Warriors of Kiyoshi. Very excited for this one. Me too. Uh, things are, things are going to start picking up, guys. Um, so if you're watching along, be sure to hit up that episode four. Also, be sure to find us on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, all those good, good spots to be absolutely 
And we do have some news, not podcast related, but Nickelodeon related. Rugrats is get it's coming back, uh, with a TV show just on Nickelodeon again. Uh, not Netflix, not whatever. Um, I don't really know how I feel about this. And they're all also going to have a live action movie in theaters. Are we going to get some CGI babies, Ashley? I don't even know. I. <laughs> I I mean I always have high hopes for these things and we we've talked about you know with the um the Hey Arnold sort of revival there for the one episode and we had the um have Rocco's and Invader Zim still coming up but I feel like it's weird for it to have cuz I think it's like 25 episodes or something that it's confirmed for yeah, or something like something that. Like that. And like it's it a, won't be it won't be worse than preschool days so we at least have that. It absolutely can't be so we, we at least have a a low bar right like it <laughs> and in my book the only actively bad show that classic chupo ever made was all grown up all real monsters yeah. is fine and the rest are good to great in my book so i i think there's reason to have hope for this yeah and i, I just think it's kind of cool to anytime that something like this this far back gets brought back i think it's just it's interesting to watch right I, i'm a obviously we're both pretty big into the nostalgia feels here and i like to see the the newer takes so we will obviously be covering it when it comes out i know we tend to keep things on the the older series but i feel like this this counts in this case as being a uh an older series being brought back is is worth us talking about as well yeah, and uh, Spongebob the Musical will close, uh, I think, in the end of August. So that's coming up. That's a bummer. But it is going to tour, so a lot of you guys will be able to see it if you weren't planning on getting to the New York area. So go check out that tour when it comes around in 2019. It's going to be a blast. And absolutely worth your time. If it's if you're anywhere nearby where it's touring, highly, highly recommend going to see this show we talked about it a bit on our uh, our live stream we still got the podcast out on that one um so lots of lots of excitement going on in that show it's such a blast if you love spongebob you'll love it um sad that it's you know closing off on broadway but i'm glad that it had its run for sure yeah and it's gonna have a life um so yeah lots of nickelodeon things are happening that are relevant to us so it's an exciting time and we'll keep you guys updated and We'll probably have to cover some of the new Rugrats when the time comes. Yeah, we absolutely should. Um, I said, like, we'll cover the new Rocco's, the new Invader Zim as well when those come out. I forget. Because I thought they were sometime in this calendar year, but it could be off. Um, anyways. Rocco's is. Rocco's is this fall. Okay. Okay. This is. This I don't know if they have a date for things. either yet. Either way, when they come, we'll be sure to, to keep it covered, keep you guys in the loop. Um... All of that being said, thanks so much for listening and we'll see you next week.